Welcome to the Kapow Radio Show. It's Happy Monday. <laughs> we haven't done a Monday show since 1966. Yeah, well, that was before my time. Just kidding. Just kidding. Today is uh, November 21st, 2016, just a few days away from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> is that the guru rule? Thanksgiving. <laughs> Uh, I had turkey the other night. You did. I did. I had. I had. You had uh, your own little Thanksgiving. Dinner. I did. I had gravy and turkey and mashed potatoes. It was delicious. That was a lot of food you had. I wow. Didn't, I didn't eat all the uh, sourdough bread no, that came with. I it. did have a little piece though. Yeah, I it was good. That bread. That was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. One thing about living in uh, a casino town is um, the buffets and the casinos are really good food and they're dirt cheap and yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That meal did not have any cheese. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. I'm kind of like moving myself off of cheese a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. I start to get a cheese belly. <laughs> and I can hear oh, is it. that what that is? Yeah, well, I can hear it when I walk. It goes, That's water. It goes, bluck, 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 bluck. <laughs> it's cheese and water. It's not It's not good. Uh, thank you. Good night, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We just lost everybody because they're like, what does that have to do with it? Yeah. Who are these people? They're weird. Doesn't sound very spiritual to me. No. Here's the deal, folks. It's um, the Kapow Radio Show. This is the Monday show. And we haven't done one of these in a long time. But we're going to do one. So, thanks, Lori. This kind of segues from Friday's show when we did Freedom Friday. And normally we just do a news show and we comment uh, we comment on, um, well, the stupidity of the world and what's mm-hmm. going on and things like that. Uh, a, a biblical conservative view. And last week, last Friday, we did something a little different. And it was more like a Monday show normally is. But we have a lot of scripture and we talked about a, a lot of things that's. Uh, that you know that goes on spiritually, and what we did last Friday is we talked about the uh, serpent seed mm-hmm. because the question was well, what's going on today? Why is it so crazy? Why is you know why is the planet imploding? You know what's mm-hmm. going on with with the liberals and with everybody? And so what we did is is we tried to search for a biblical answer to that mm-hmm. instead of blaming well it's this or that it's socialism Marxism. We went right back to the Bible, and then we showed you that there's two seed lines. Two seed lines. There's a serpent seed line, and there's a seed of the woman. And though we couldn't tell you how that happens, you know, um, you know, we, we didn't believe in you know there's reptilians, you know, type of thing, or space aliens that do this and that. But we could tell you that the Bible clearly has two natures. There's a flesh nature. And a spirit nature. So today's show focuses on the spiritual nature, the good mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Because Friday we talked about the bad. We talked about the serpent seed. And we showed you how there's two seed lines, mm-hmm. right? Two species, if you right. will. So today we're just going to concentrate on the character of Christ, the spirit mm-hmm. of Christ, and why it's important. Mm-hmm. That we be transformed, conformed into the image of Christ Jesus. Yes. Through the process of sanctification. Amen. So that's what we're going to focus on today. The other side of it, the mm-hmm. positive side of it. This is if um, this is old news to people because you guys are all like wise 
Kapow mm-hmm. listener people. If it's like old news, it's good stuff to revisit. Oh, yeah. Because I'm telling you, especially like Galatians 5, when you start mm-hmm. dealing with the character, the fruit of the Spirit mm-hmm. and the character, and you start reading Galatians 5, and you're going, mm, that's not me. Mm, ooh, I shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, this is like a checklist. Mm-hmm. And um, then you, you read the fruit of the flesh, and you go, mm, yeah, I did get a little angry. Mm-hmm. I did get a little, you know, I did, ooh, I, I've been thinking that way. And so it's always a good reminder where you're at and where you're going and who you are in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. These aren't systems of works. Mm-hmm. These aren't things that you go, I am going to be a good person. Right. And I am going to love my fellow brother. In fact, I'm going to love my enemy. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just going to go and just give people big hugs and kisses. Mm-mm. It doesn't work that way because you can't operate in the spirit through the flesh. No, definitely not. No. And when you do love your enemies, it's a supernatural power that's enabling you to do that. Yeah, and you and you know it. You're like, ooh, that's not me. Yeah, it's the spirit of God working God in you. That. And so, what is our what is our role in that then? If it's not a system of works, and we don't have a checklist, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta be kind, I gotta be gentle. It's yielding to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ding 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 ding. I need you to say that again. Yielding to the Holy Spirit. That's what it is. And when you yield to the Holy Spirit because the Spirit's in you, you're not yielding to the serpent Mm -hmm. that's in you. Mm -hmm. You're not yielding to the bad angel and you're yielding to the good angel, you know, so to speak, like those little cartoons. You're yielding to the Spirit of Christ. You're walking in the Spirit, basically. Amen. Amen. And you need to know what those things are Mm -hmm. and you find out what those things are those characters are by reading the word exactly it's contained in the scriptures Mm -hmm. so we need to read scriptures and we're going to read these to you today (gasps) yeah so that you know so that we can substantiate those things which we preach Mm -hmm. the doctrine which we preach amen amen Viva. viva viva is the Spanish version of Amen. (laughs) Okay, Miss Kapow, why don't you kick this party into gear? Let me start. You start. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, no, just kidding. When we become born again, which is we are born from the Spirit, from heaven, we actually die to sin and we become new creatures. Now, Brother Paul is going to read the scriptures that support that thought. And he's going to go to Romans 6, 6, and Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. Okay. Is it 5, 7 or 5, 17? Because I might have wrote it wrong. It's five, I did write it wrong. Okay. I'm it's idiot. 5, 17, actually. Oh, I it is. You're, you're correct. Oh. Okay. Okay, Romans 6, 6 says, knowing this, that our old man. That's the old creature, the old yes. nature. The Greek word is paleios. It means antique. It's not recent. It's old. It's ancient. Worn it's out. no longer new. Mm-hmm. War by use. 
Our old man is crucified with him. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. Jesus. Yes. That the body, the body of sin. You get that? Your flesh suit. (laughs) There it is. The body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth, we should not serve sin. That's right. Oh, my goodness. The Apostle Paul just like, wow. Right? Mm -hmm. The body of sin, the, 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 the flesh suit, this meat pie that we live in. Knowing this, that our old man, that's your old nature. That's the old you, Kapel listener, is crucified with Jesus Christ. That your flesh suit of sin might be what? Preserved to look pretty in the closet? Destroyed. Destroyed. What's the word for that? Catargio. Sounds Italian, but it's not. It means... To render entirely idle or useless. <laughs> Abolish. Cease. Destroy. Make it void. It's not something you put in your closet and look at anymore. It's gone. And why? See, it can't be re- rehabilitated. It has to be completely destroyed. You're living in the new creation that yeah. God made. Yeah. It's a bad robot. It's done. And why is that done? Why is it destroyed? From that point forward, we should not serve sin. So, Christians, ministers that are in homosexual relationships, because God is love, are sinning. Uh-oh. Um, Paula White. Is married to Jonathan Cain from Journey. I know. That's crazy. It's her third husband. Jonathan Cain's fourth wife. And she still has a church in Florida. You should not serve sin if your flesh suit is destroyed. I judge not. The Apostle Paul said it through the Spirit. Okay. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Four, four, four. Okay. Therefore, if any man, mankind. Whosoever. Whosoever. Whosoever, whoever, whatever. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, they are a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Are become new. Yes, are become new. So, he is a new creature. Kanos, it's a freshness. Okay, you become fresh. You're fresh. You're, uh, and like properly so with respect of age. You're brand new. You're recently made, unworn, unused. Your new creature. Old things, just the opposite, are passed away. Behold, all things are become new to become, come into being. Mm -hmm. You become a new wineskin. Exactly. So, (laughs) that's... 
So now that being said, yes. what we do is we put off the old man, the flesh suit, mm-hmm. and we put on Jesus Christ, the righteousness, his righteousness. And we can read that in Colossians 3, 9 and Romans 13, 14, if you will, Brother Paul. I will. Colossians 3, 9, turn with me if you will, <laughs> unless you're driving. It says, lie not. It doesn't mean like lay down and go to sleep. Lie like, lie, mm-hmm. like the father of lies. Don't be false. Don't speak deliberate falsehoods. Don't deceive by lying. Uh, Paula White. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man, the ancient, unusable meat pie suit. <laughs> With his deeds. What? 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 Flesh deeds. The flesh deeds. You, you put away the meat pie suit with all its maggots and rotten, corruptible cancers and tumors. Because remember, the flesh is enmity with God. We have three main enemies, and that's Satan, the world, and our flesh. Amen. So you take that flesh. And Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. The enemy. Yep. Amen. It's right there. Mm-hmm. So then the next one is Romans thirteen fourteen thirteen fourteen, But put ye on, Kapow listeners, and Brother Kapow, and Sister Kapow, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh pie meat suit to fulfill the lusts of the meat pie. Amen. I kind of added my own in there, but mm-hmm. that's what Paul was saying. Because in essence, we are dead to sin, dead, yeah. present tense. We are dead to sin and alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And that's Romans 6.11. And, oh, thank you for reading Romans 6.11 there. Mm-hmm. Um, and here in 13.14, provision... Obviously, Paul wrote this because you know, you're not out of the woods. You have to yield to the Spirit, like Ms. Kapow says. You have to yield to the Spirit of Christ. But pronoia, it's a forethought. It's a provident care or supply, providence or provision, a forethought to make provision for a thing. So when Paul says, when Paul says, put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not, do not make provision don't make care for the meat pie no more meat pies folks put away the meat pie and don't fulfill the lusts of the meat pie and what is that that is the longing especially for what is forbidden the desire the lust a desire, a craving, a longing, a desire for what is forbidden. It kind of sounds like the garden, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I looked at the fruit, and it looked good, and it looked pretty to eat and everything and all. 
So I took some of it and gave some to my own man. So when we've come to Christ, we have heard the gospel. The gospel being the word of God, the seed of righteousness. And we are born from incorruptible seed, which is found in 1 Peter one twenty three. Incorruptible seed. In fact, we used that scripture last Friday when we talked about the seed. Being born again, not of corruptible seed or perishing seed. Okay? But of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Amen. So how does the seed in us become incorruptible by the word, Mm -hmm. by the word of God, the logos of God and abides forever. Mm -hmm. So as we, ingest this seed the seeds growing and we walk in the spirit and we're being sanctified we are actually being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by jesus christ unto the glory and praise of god and that can be found in philippians 111 philippians 111 says being filled with the fruits of righteousness wow which are by jesus christ Unto the glory and praise of God. Mm -hmm. So when you have these fruits of righteousness through Christ, um, then it's praise and glory to Mm -hmm. God. That is the character of God, which Mm -hmm. we're going to get into in Galatians. But first, we look at this. We've been born again, which is the will of God, Mm -hmm. because God does not want any man to perish, correct? Correct. So now we have the seed of God living in us. We've been justified through the death of Christ, his blood, and now we're being sanctified through his word, through the Holy Ghost. And why is that important? Because it's the will of the Father that we become sanctified, set apart, and holy. We are to be conformed into the image of his dear Son, and we are to be mature in righteousness and become perfect. And the word perfect is the Greek word teleos, which is complete growth, Mental and moral character were full of age, finished, perfect, and mature. And I'm going to read some scriptures here that support that. First one is in James 1 4, which says, But let patience, which is endurance, have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, not nothing wanting, wanting nothing. So even in Revelation, it says that those that endure, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So endurance is very important. Matthew 5:48 says, "Be ye there perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect." Romans 12:2 says, "And be not conformed to this world, this world system, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind." So as you read the word your thought pattern starts to change. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking like the world. You're thinking like God, you know, the heavenly um, the heavenly system. Yeah, eternal-minded. Exactly. And Colossians 3 also says the same thing. Let your mind be you know, on spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
Colossians 1.28 says, Whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Hebrews 5.14, But strong meat belongs to them that are full of age, complete. Mature, yeah. Even those that who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So as you continue in the Spirit, you become wise and you can discern good and evil. And the last scripture I'm going to read is from Ephesians 4.13 that says, Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So our purpose is to be sanctified through the Holy Ghost to become mature in Christ. Pretty clear. Pretty clear. So if we turn to Galatians 5.22, then we will read um, the fruit of the Spirit. Okay. Did you want to read that? Sure. All right. But the fruit, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, Goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Amen. That's that's the that's a checklist. I used to have this on the mirror of my uh, on the bathroom uh, mirror. Mm-hmm. So every morning I would have, um, and I'd have the fruit of the flesh. Right. And then I would have the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. every day. And then when you know I'm shaving my mug, I would look at that every day. And then it would be a checklist. It's like, am I uh, walking in love? Do I have joy? Do I have peace? Long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And um, the resounding answer was no. <laughs> so I took it off my mirror and just uh, here I am, folks. <laughs> Uh, here I am in all my envying murders, drunkenness, revelings, and and stuff, emulations and wrath, <laughs> heresies, seditions, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, adultery, fornication, uncleanness. Those are fruits of the flesh, yep. by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I, I used to have that on, on my mirror for, for a long time mm-hmm. uh, until we moved. But uh, it's it's a beautiful checklist to do the fruit of the flesh, fruit of the spirit. And once again, it's not something you can do. Mm-hmm. The spirit in you can only do these things. Because I read this checklist even today, and I go, "Ooh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know." Um, I think I have love, and most of the time, I you know, joy, peace. Sometimes I don't have too much peace, and um, temperance. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But these are the things that we strive. Yes. To develop in our lives. This is the work of the Spirit. I was reading this book by Derek Prince, and for the life of me, I don't remember what the title of it was, but what I did glean from it is that he said that love is the primary fruit, right? Mm -hmm. And the rest of it are different manifestations of the love. And this is what he wrote. He said, joy is love rejoicing. Peace is is love resting. Love, long-suffering, which is another word for patience, is love forbearing. Gentleness, 
is love serving others. Goodness is love seeking the best for others. Faith or faithfulness is love keeping its promises. Meekness is love ministering to the hurts of others. And self-control is love in control. Interesting. It's really interesting that that insight was given to Derek Mm -hmm. about that because that's... I really like the way that's written. Out. I did too. I did too. Yeah. And so then what I did is I compared that with um, 1 Corinthians 13, which gives a description of what love is, okay. right? And so when you look at the word love, also in 1 John 4, 8, it says that God is love. And a lot of times with the world, they make love is God. You yeah. see the difference there? Yes. But God is love. That is his whole character. Yes. Now, when you look at the first one in um, Galatians where it says um, love, in 1 Corinthians it says love never fails. Mm. Hmm? Yes. So then we go to joy in Galatians where joy is love rejoicing. And now we go to 1 Corinthians 13 where it says love rejoices not in iniquity but rejoices with truth. Wow. So joy is love rejoicing. And then in Corinthians, love rejoices, not iniquity, but rejoices with truth. So it's mm-hmm. love rejoicing because you love the truth. truth. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is And that really cool. will keep you from the delusion. Yes. The love of truth. Yeah. Then you have the discernment between good and evil mm-hmm. because you love truth and you have joy because you're like, Oh, that's because, wrong. <laughs> this is true. So what they're saying is, nah. mm-hmm. but, and remember, mm-hmm. Jesus says, "You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free." Mm-hmm. And if so, you're free, you you have something to rejoice in. Yes, right. Yes, that's because nice. remember, Christ yeah. took us out of darkness. We were we were part of this system where we were corrupted. We were envious. We were hateful. You know, we had all the things of the flesh because we have, we had the the old nature, the flesh nature. But when Christ came to us and shed His light, and the Spirit of God actually quickeneth, He made us alive in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. We had the truth; the truth set us free, and we can rejoice. Nice, because we have peace with God now. Praise the Lord! Yeah, real joy, real joy. Mm-hmm. I love that tie-in. That is a great. Praise the Great Lord. tie-in. Yes. Now we go back to Galatians and we look at peace is love resting. Peace. And that peace can only come through Christ Jesus. And then when we go to 1 Corinthians 13, I put down peace, things or love, things no evil. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because when you have peace, you don't have to think evil thoughts. Yeah, and that gives you the peace because you're like, I'm not at war with anybody. I'm mm. not. I can't. You don't you know, have to strive. Yeah, there's you certain don't things that, that I can't change. They're beyond my pay grade. I just have peace in God, and He's going to sustain us and mm-hmm. keep you in His uh, in, in His, his care. Hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives you peace. That's very. That's very interesting. The next one is long suffering, or another word for patience. Now, when I did a study on patience, there's like two Greek words. There's patience. For, um, but this one is talking about patience, the forbearing. There's also patience of enduring when okay. you endure a uh, hardship. 
But this patience, this long suffering has to do with your relationships, your long suffering with people, right? Yeah, like like you with me. You, you <laughs> well, and you with me. You suffered long. <laughs> you suffered too long. <laughs> so love, suffering is love forbearing. That's what um, Derek Prince came with. But when you go in the First Corinthians 13, is that love suffers long and is not easily provoked. Mm. So you don't get irritated with people. Mm-hmm. You, you, you understand them. You, you suffer long with them. Yeah. Right? The next one is gentleness or kindness. And it's love serving others. Love is kind. Yeah. Just be nice. Be nice. Open the door. Hold the door open, mm-hmm. whether you get a thankful or not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, it's just little silly things, but be considerate. It makes a difference, right? Yeah, it makes it makes a difference. Be nice to the uh, food servers. Come on, mm-hmm. you know they got a hard job. Yeah, they really do. They got to deal with the public. Be nice. Mm-hmm. Let that spirit of Christ come out in you. Yeah, my mother, she worked for Xerox for many many years, and she says she told me Lynn or Mays. She goes, you always want to be nice, even to the janitors, because you never know. He might become your boss one day. Yeah, that's true. That's what mommy mm-hmm. always said. The next one is goodness, and that is love seeking the best for others. And then we go to 1 Corinthians. I looked it up, and it's like love envies not. Love seeketh not her own. Boy, that goes right with it. Mm-hmm. Love is, is uh, seeking the best for others. That goes right with seeking not your own. Mm-hmm. You don't think about yourself. You think of others you defer. first. Yeah. The next one is faithfulness, which is love keeping its promises. And I put down um, in First Corinthians, I saw love bears all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. That's what mm. faithfulness is. Yes. Yeah? Eight, uh, the next one is uh, meekness, is love ministering to the hurts of others. And I thought of it as being not puffed up full of self because when you're self full of self when you're thinking about yourself you're being selfish Mm -hmm. you really don't think about others Mm -mm. and so you can't minister to other people when you're full of yourself yes and the last one is self-control or self-discipline and this is love in control and i looked up first corinthians and i thought well when you're in control and you have discipline, self-discipline, then you do not behave unseemly. Wow. That's perfect. What's amazing about this is because Derek Prince um, wrote the first part about, mm-hmm. um, you know, joy is love, rejoicing, peace is love, resting, all this stuff. But then you took it and, and vetted it out to see if, you know, because it sounds really nice to read, mm-hmm. but is it true? Mm-hmm. So you went and vetted it out scripturally. You went to the love chapter, and it's amazing because what the Lord gave Derek Prince was truth. Mm-hmm. Because you could vet it out scripture and go, that's what it says. Right. And that's really neat. It's There's some beautiful, beautiful tie-ins there. Yeah, I think so. Beautiful tie-ins. I mean, you talk about a, I don't want to use the term, a list to strive for because mm-hmm. you can't do it on your own. I mean, I look at this list and go, <laughs> you know, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, a lot, I need a lot of work. Obviously, I couldn't do any of this stuff. But um, but as you become aware that, mm-hmm. the, that you're not serpent seed, right. you don't yield to that flesh, Mm-mm. that meat pie. But that's why the Bible says that you, we've become children, mm-hmm. children of God. 
And we're learning how to walk in love mm-hmm. and loving in truth. And this is what we are to strive for. This is what this is what we are to become conformed into the image of Christ Jesus. This is the character of God. God, yes. The seed, the the incorruptible seed that's growing in us, that's living in us, and this is the fruit that we can give to others mm-hmm. as we bear this fruit, as this Holy Ghost is working in us and creating in us this character of God. This is the fruit that we can give to people that people can eat from Mm -hmm. because we are a tree Mm -hmm. with this everlasting fruit. Amen. And this is what we minister to people. To people. This is why Christ says, you know, when 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 in the scripture it says, uh, "Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons? Didn't we do this in your name?" and and He Christ says, "Well, I never knew you." Yeah. Because this is the character of God. This is the, the this is the fruit that God wants us to produce wow. to bless people. This is how we bless people. Yeah. This is what we have to become to minister God's love to others. Yes, not all that other all that other stuff's fine. Casting out demons, doing mm-hmm. all that's needed, and all that stuff. Oh, but amen. You have to have this. You mm-hmm. have to have. The fruit, because like you said, that's how you feel. This others. is the perfection yeah. that God the Father wants us to have, yeah. the character of Christ. You know, something else that comes to mind, too, is that, you know, as Christians, you don't, um, you know, just become a Christian and go, well, someday, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect, just forgiven. And someday when I get to heaven, then I will be perfect and I'll have all that stuff. This is this is the probation that we're on down here in this this prison meat suit. This is the lesson. This is what we have to learn in order to get to a holy God who's perfect, right? This is what we have to do here, not in the by and by. Mm-hmm. The well, by that's by. why it says in Second Corinthians five seventeen that we read that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Yeah. We're becoming new. We are new creations in yes. Christ. Yeah. And that's how you determine a brethren from a false brethren. Mm-hmm. you got to look at the fruit. It's always the fruit tree. Always. Now, if we go to 2 Peter okay. uh, 1. 23? Yes. Uh, no, it's actually Second Peter one five through seven. It gives the seven seven stages of spiritual development. Oh yes, I like that. Can you read that for us? Do you have that one? Uh, I'm scrolling five through seven. Yeah, for uh, Second Corinth, uh, Second Peter, first chapter five through seven. Uh, keep talking. Let me find it here. Well, oh, I have it right here. Oh, okay. I can read it. it says. Um, Actually, I'm going to read, um, start at verse 4, where it says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Mm. Okay? Now, verse 5 says, And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you, and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren, nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Mm. I love that. When I first uh, got saved uh, in 2006, I couldn't even read. I couldn't even read the scriptures because I couldn't understand um, anything. And then, especially a King James, I mean, mm, you yeah. know, it was like it. It made no sense to me. You know, reading Paul's work for yeah. then you die, but not you're dead, but you're alive. And, and if you're alive, then you're dead. Of course, you're dead, <laughs> but you're alive. And that's how it sounded. To me. That sounded to me it's like you know madness. Mm-hmm. And um, but Miss Capow had bought me a New Living Translation, right? The NLT. You know, little baby Bible, you know, for a little baby guy. And this was the very first study I ever did, mm. this one. And um, I remember that because we were in Colorado in the blizzard. And I just love this this one, just mm. building it. You know, how it just built. I just love that. That is great stuff, you know. So, go on. Oh. Anyways, so as we read that, we notice that developing the character of Jesus Christ takes diligence and hard work. Mm. It's something that we strive. It's contending for the faith. It's, you're right? Yeah. The scriptures teach us that in order to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, we must deny self, take up our cross daily, and follow Jesus. Jesus said that he so whosoever is not willing to hate family and friends is unfit to be his disciples. And we can find that in Luke 9.23 and in 14.26. So let's go through these different stages. Okay. The first one says, besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. So faith is when we become born again, we are given the gift of faith of Jesus. This is the starting point to the seven developing stages. The seed is sown in the heart, which is the word of God. And faith is by hearing and hearing the word of God, and you can find that in Romans ten seventeen, mm-hmm. and this seed is the incorruptible word of God, which we found in Peter, mm-hmm. and the righteous walk by faith. So we have faith, right? Mm-hmm. And now to our faith, we add virtue, and virtue is like a moral excellence. So everything that we do, we do for the glory of God, just like Jesus did everything to honor the Father. We must do likewise. So we're representatives down here mm-hmm. on this planet. We're representatives of God. So um, we're like kings, um, you know, kings' children. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to be walking around acting like you know a punk, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, I think that's basically what it's saying. Because after you get faith, then you start adding those that moral excellence. The next one we add. Um, to virtue, we add knowledge. Knowledge. Okay, this is number three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have many forms of knowledge. There's practical knowledge, which is world you know, how to live in this world, blah, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. But the knowledge that we also need is this is is the knowledge that is required to grow spiritually. Mm-hmm. And the Bible is the best f- way to get this knowledge, right? Yes. And the Bible teaches that we are to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And also it says that God's people um, perish for the lack of knowledge. And I know in my own life, following the Lord, the 
times that I got into trouble is because I didn't know what the Bible said about it. Mm. Like when my mother died, yeah. well, actually when my father died, my sister and I got together and we were just so grief stricken. And my sister says, why don't we get a tattoo? Mm-hmm. So my sister and I got tattoo. We have our papa written on our ankle. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing with her mom. It wasn't until years later um, when I came across the Old Testament that said we're not to defile our skin, mm-hmm. you know, tattooing our skin for the dead people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it says there, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. I didn't Bam. know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. So we perish for the lack of knowledge. Yes. Yeah. That's why we need to read our word. Yes. Yeah. So how do we know what pleases the Lord or what, requ- what is required of us? How do we get this knowledge? It says here that it's obtained by reading the Bible, praying, and obeying the word. Second Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, there's that word again, mm-hmm. that may be mature, thoroughly furnished, fully equipped unto all good works. Wow. And as we obey the scriptures and walk in the spirit, we gain this knowledge by our journey and experiences with the Lord. Because yes. we can go, you know what? The word of God is true. Yes, and you can confirm it. You, you're witness to it. Yes, it works. Exactly. This is true. Um, I just want to interject this, you know, because we're on number three, add knowledge to virtue. I think too many times we have a tendency to put knowledge or, um, yeah, knowing knowing cool things, number one, before faith mm-hmm. or even, you know, moral virtue. And so we just want to go chase, you know, crystal skulls and you know, mm-hmm. uh, Nephilim doctrines and theories. And we get all excited about that. You know, the, what does the Bible say about UFOs? You know, and so we go after, and I, I consider that junk knowledge. Right. You know, I'm not saying d- don't learn about that. That's fine. But it's mm-hmm. not, it's, that's not the knowledge mm-hmm. that Peter's talking about. He's talking about the knowledge the of Christ. eternal knowledge. Yes. Yes, good, the good, the right stuff. Because all wisdom and knowledge are in Christ Jesus. Yes. So everything that you need to know is in him. Yeah. And then once you get that and you start want to go chasing crystal skulls and UFOs and stuff, then you'll be you'll have the discernment to know right. what's right or what's wrong and mm-hmm. you know how far you go with that stuff. Exactly. Then add temperance to knowledge. Number 4. Number 4. Temperance is also known as self-control or self-discipline. We must develop temperance in every area of our life. We must be temperate in our thought life, our emotions, and our behavior. And our minds are usually the starting place for our behavior because how you Amen. think, because in some Proverbs too, but how you think, that's what you do. That's what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As yeah. a man thinketh, so is he. So is right? he. Yeah. Yeah. If you think you're a buffoon, you're going to act like a buffoon. Right. You know, if you think, uh, you know, narcissistically, you're going to act that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's and important to fill our our hearts and our minds with the word of God. Cause mm-hmm. even the Lord Jesus says it's out of the heart that man is defiled. Yes. So you want to put good things in your heart so that the, your, your tree produces good fruit, fruit, not evil fruit. And, um, we are to put good treasures in our heart yes. and follow after Christ. Um, 
says emotions, attitudes, appetites, and our thought life is also flesh versus spirit. Mm -hmm. God brings things into our life to test the heart. And um, a few weeks ago, Paul and I were part of this um, uh, Mesquite Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, um, you know, I had some friends that we were part of this um, number that called um, Steamed Heat. And yeah, we were like the song these, Steamed Heat from Pajama Party. Right. And there were th- three singers. And my friends and I were like the showgirls in the background. We were like... Um, we were just supposed to stand there and do some hat things or whatever. And because of the lights, the lights tend to, 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 to flush our face, facial features. And we're supposed to be smiling. And there were a couple of people that were going, you guys need to smile more. No, no, no. So we really tried. And I remember putting the makeup on, you know, the, the, the red lipstick with the eyeliner and stuff. But, you know, by you standing there for you know half an hour, you know, you lick the lipstick off. Well, then mm-hmm. it's time to smile. Well, the lipstick's gone, and so you look like you're not smiling. Well, there's this one gentleman that was sitting in the group, and he has a tendency. I've, I've worked with him before, and he, he has a tendency to be very condescending. Mm-hmm. And so he, I was smiling, and I was smiling so bad my cheeks were actually um, tremor, tremoring. <laughs> you know, they were just shaking. And... um he and he came up to me. He goes, "You need to smile more." And I go, "I was smiling, right?" And he goes, "Well, you know." He goes, "You you looked kind of sour, okay?" He goes, "But not that bad. But you should smile more." Well, I got irritated to tell you the truth, and I wanted so badly to go. Well, I saw you singing, and you weren't smiling. You know, you want to go evil for evil, mm-hmm. which is of the flesh. If it feels good, no good, right? Yeah. So I prayed and I said, Lord, I know I shouldn't harbor any bad feelings and I should be forgiving and I should not be easily provoked because that's not love. And I want the spirit of God. I really do. I want the fruit of God. Mm -hmm. So as I prayed, I prayed blessing over this man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, I'm not saying this because Ms. Kapow is all spiritual and just Mm -mm. full of the love of God. No. I'm saying this that because of the Spirit of God, I am able to humble myself before God and say, Lord, I need your help. Mm -hmm. I need the fruit of the Spirit. I need the power of the Holy Ghost. And God, because He is God, He gave that to me. And He allowed me, and He gave me the power to pray for this man. So... The next time I saw him, instead of going, you know, wanting to act in the flesh, I had the love of Christ in my heart, and I was able to talk to him, and like nothing happened. Yeah, I forgave him. It was gone, and I loved the man, and it was fine. But I'm saying that we have to perfect even our emotions. Yes. Every, our attitudes, you know, I could have looked at him going, oh, there's that, that, that guy, you know, that, yeah. that, 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 and I'm not going to talk to him. He's, you know, he's blind to me. Yeah. <laughs> I give him the broom. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I because that's him. the world system, is yes. it not? Yes, it is. But we don't belong in this system. Mm-hmm. We belong in God's system, and we have to behave the way God wants us to behave because God sees us. God sees our heart, and we do everything as unto the glory of God the father and i'm just saying that as this is developing the character of god when god brings people like that into our lives he's showing us what's there Mm -hmm. and we have to get rid of it because jesus came to destroy the works of the devil we have to destroy the works of the devil the flesh Mm -hmm. and this is 
what we need to do. And Jesus humbled himself unto the cross, unto death to, by the cross. And this is part of denying ourselves, taking up the cross daily, and following Christ. Yes. That's what that is. Yeah. Wow. Now, to add um, to our temperance is um, brotherly kindness. And that kind of goes with that story as yes. well, brotherly kindness. Number five. The Number five. Spiritual development. Exactly. And Jesus even says, love your enemy. Mm-hmm. Pray for those that persecute you. Right? That's the hard one. <laughs> Turn the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sometimes, yeah. And this kind, this kind of kindness is supernatural. It is. And it's the flesh versus the spirit. Mm-hmm. Are you going to react mm-hmm. and go by the flesh? Or are you going to respond the way the God, that God wants you to respond mm-hmm. to your enemies? I think that this particular... Um, portion of the scripture mm-hmm. i need to put on a sticky note and put that right there on the windshield of my car mm-hmm. so when um some old lady in a buick you know uh wants to run into me right i can go i'm gonna add some temperance about right now <laughs> <laughs> right but once again it's the fruit of the spirit right yes because the flesh brings death yes i mean i could have yeah. gone the flesh and killed this guy yes Spiritually, so yes. to speak, but when you when you walk in the spirit, you give the fruit of the spirit. You actually feed him mm-hmm. with God's love. And it benefits everybody. everybody. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the last one that we add to the brotherly love, um, we add love to brotherly kindness. That's our mm-hmm. last. That's number seven, which is God's perfect number, right? And there's like seven of these. Well, I thought I only have uh, five. No. I have faith. Virtue to faith, knowledge to virtue, temperance mm-hmm. to knowledge, Brother, five, add brotherly love. To kind, yeah, to temperance, right? Yeah. And then six, add... Okay, so you have faith, you have virtue, yeah. you have knowledge, temperance, godliness. Oh, we've forgotten godliness, that's why. Okay. Brotherly kindness and charity. All right. So... We forgot godliness. So after um, you had patience. So, okay, here we go. No. Oh, I thought you were going to do something. No. So add to knowledge temperance, mm-hmm. and to temperance patience, and, and to patience, patience godliness. Okay. So we add godliness. And what is that? That is piety, specifically the gospel scheme. Godliness is holiness. Holiness. That's the sanctification. Yes. So reverence, respect, piety towards God, godliness, mm-hmm. holiness. Putting God first. Yeah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things Thanks. that we need, God will provide. Amen. And so then unto godliness, we add brotherly kindness. Yes. And then from brotherly kindness, we add charity. And Just, that is, the brotherly kindness isn't to the strangers or to the enemies. That is to your own brethren. That is love one another, agape love, unconditional love. Um, love and truth. Yes. And what does Christ say? They'll know you're my disciples by your love. And it's not just like, oh, I love um, you know, all, all enemies. And I mean, you, you, you have to take care of one of another. another. Mm-hmm. And um, especially in today's world with social media and Mm-hmm. YouTube and Facebook and stuff. I mean, we can be pretty brutal on each other. Mm-hmm. 
And, um, you, you know, you got to look at the guy's ministry and go, okay, maybe I don't agree with everything he's saying. Right. Maybe you think he's a little whacked out here. He's probably got some wet brain from some dopey dead way back when, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the guy's a brother. He, right. he couldn't speak that way about Christ. And, you know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he couldn't lead people that way if he wasn't a brother. Let's be nice. Yeah. Let's love and support this guy, you know? And if you're going to correct him, correct him in love. Right. Or ask the question to him properly. Yeah. Because you know, we're not thing. perfect. We're, oh, gosh. Yeah. We're striving. Exactly. You know, and, um, you know, even the word says that we need to pray for one another and hold, hold up one another. If you see your brother sinning, you must go to him. If your brother sins against you, you must forgive him. Yes. Especially if he asks, I'm sorry. And if he does it seven times, you forgive him seven times. Yes. You, you, you walk in the spirit of forgiveness mm-hmm. at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Be ye perfect, right? Exactly. Is he going to go over that? Philippians 3, 7 through 15? Yep. I'm going to read it. Um, but what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, mm. that I may win Christ. See, wow. I love that. Yeah. Win that. That is our only goal. Yes. Our first goal is to win Christ. And to be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. Yes. See, we're killing mm-hmm. the flesh. The flesh is dead. We are no longer alive to sin. We're dead to sin, but alive to God mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. Verse 11. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Yes. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Wow. That's, I mean, Paul just like sums it all up right there. Exactly. Praise the Lord. Just sums it up right there. I mean, I love that, you know, um, especially verse 15, you always say, you know, as many as be perfect or mature so mm-hmm. maybe mature you're a mature christian right mm-hmm. you know you've been around while you're studying the word and it doesn't have anything with time it has everything to do with well time spent in the word and time with mm-hmm. god um and this is you know be thus minded that in anything you be otherwise minded that god shall reveal even this to you so in other words you're you're minded you're eternal minded and then as soon as you're not mm-hmm. That, that that Holy Spirit reveals that to you. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, you're you're kind of thinking <laughs> this way a little too much, and mm-hmm. you know, kind of like um, you know your situation there with the the theater, the Broadway theater play. Mm-hmm. That um, 
you know, I'm sure right away, you know, Galatians 5 didn't pop in your head and go, oh, the scripture. Mm-hmm. I memorized the scripture when I was in Sunday school when I was six and mm-hmm. didn't pop in your head. What happened is that the Spirit revealed to you mm-hmm. that your mind. He checked me. Yes. It was otherwise minded mm-hmm. and it wasn't part of the Christian maturity. And he checked you. And then mm-hmm. you went to look at that and you went, I, yes. And that's what you yield to. Mm-hmm. Instead of the serpent, you yield to the saint, you know. And the thing I want to add about Philippians 2, uh, or also, um, is that it makes a great prayer. Oh, yeah. This makes a great prayer. These, these, um, uh, writings of Paul are, it makes a great prayer that you can pray for yourself or for others. You know, and you would say that um, you know I pray right now that all the Kapow listeners that all things uh, would be counted as loss for the excellency and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom they have suffered the loss of all things. Mm-hmm. And our Kapow listeners do count them, but dung mm-hmm. that they may win Christ. This would be our prayer to you. And that our Kapow listeners would be found in him, not having their own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that our listeners may know him, and that our listeners may know the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made comfortable unto his death. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy life, folks. A Christ- Christianity, real Christianity, is not pie in the sky easy. <laughs> it's a joy and a peace that you get supernaturally. It's not easy because you're in this world, folks. It's not, it's not easy at all. And then to continue the prayer, for the Kapow listeners, if by any means they might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Amen. By any means, that you, you, you get resurrected, that you go to heaven eternally and live eternally by any means. Not as though they had already attained, either were already perfect, but that I pray that they follow after. If that they may apprehend that for which also they are apprehended of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, Kapow listeners... I pray that you count it, uh, count not for yourself to have apprehended anything already, but this one thing you do, to forget those things which are behind mm-hmm. the old man and reach forth unto those things, the new man, which are before you. That you press forward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. And we pray that let all Kapow listeners, therefore as many as be mature Christians, be thus minded. And if anything comes up that's otherwise minded, that God shall reveal even that unto you guys. Amen. Remember Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It's God. Mm-hmm. It's God. Amen. That was really good. That was really good, Mr. Kapow. That was really good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Mr. Kapow. Good message. Um, so, 
just to sum it up, you have these dual natures in us. In the uh, flesh here, we have this uh, duality. Mm-hmm. And it is like the little cartoons. You have that bad angel and you have that little good angel going, do this, don't do that, do that. You have that. And it's who you yield to. And before we became children of light, before we stepped into Jesus Christ and his marvelous light, mm-hmm. we were serpent seed, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. It's the way it is. And so you can have people who are morally good, who try to listen more to their good angel, but they're not children of light. Mm-mm. Okay, Maybe they don't cheat on their taxes. Maybe they don't do road rage. They don't rape and pillage. And they're morally good people. They're nice people. They make really good, you know, friends and things like that but until you step into his marvelous light and receive that new creature that new nature it's impossible for anyone for any one of us to do these things we just talked about Mm -hmm. impossible to have that our righteousness are as filthy rags you see we have to be reborn even jesus says you must be born again yes it goes beyond uh charitable works and works of religion um, that don't that pale compared to this kind of stuff patience mm-hmm. and temperance and long suffering that can only come through the spirit of christ mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and once you've stepped into the marvelous light as many of you have then you can yield into that spirit mm-hmm. you can yield into the spirit of christ and just like miss kapow used that example uh, the holy spirit revealed that to her god himself said hey you're being otherwise minded mm-hmm. Amen. let's check that mm-hmm. so it's a good thing it happened to you and not to me because I would have threw a drumstick at him. <laughs> oh, no. Don't. I would have hit him right upside the head with a 7A Pro Mark drumstick. No, I wouldn't have. No, but I pray that the, the Word of God is, um, is sown upon good soil and that you hear the Word and that you take the Word and you cultivate that Word and produce a hundredfold of fruit for the glory of God. Let that Yeah, maybe. I've heard the wisdom from the wise, the wise heard the stories of men who have died in their glory, of their spiritual lives, heard the teachings of men who have lied. But all I know is Jesus Christ Crucified for me About the sins that I did commit For which Jesus died on that tree
Crucified for me, how he loved. 